Welcome to Expanded Universe, Season 5, Episode 6, Forever 21, Eye Spiders. The book, Red Harvest by Joe Schreiber. The year, 2012. Chapters 20 through 23, maybe? I don't know. Who cares? With your hosts, Jeff and John. Let's go. Give me a big old teased hair, Darth. I feel like he might be a little on the anime side. He's a little anime. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, John. How you doing? No, we're not doing that bidding. It's a real weird, but I'm still teabagging him. Hey there, all you beautiful Sith and Jedi out there. That's right. It's time for Expounded Universe. That's the show where your wacky hosts, Jeff and John, come beep, at you. We are bringing you all the weirdest, wackiest news in Star Wars. Honk, honk. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That no, I'm sa- I just do sound effects. Yeah, that's uh, all you on do. On the show. Yeah. yeah. I, of course, am John over there honking Jeff. <laughs> that's me, honking Jeff Aldrich. <laughs> hey, honk, honk. And I'm John the Slither Snake Taylor. Oh, shit. Did we just use our real names? That's going to... Oh, man. Oh, no. People are going to find us. They're going to find us and hunt us down like the dogs we are. I know a place we can hide. That Twitter that other people in the network are getting access to. That Twitter. How do we get that? I know a place we can hide. Why, it's your house. The address of which is... Oh no! Don't give out my address. I have a baby. Oh no, a baby! Give out your address. Someone oh, no, else. I your, have a baby. Someone else at your house has a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't have a baby. There's a degree but of separation. There is a baby there. There's a degree of separation, though. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, everything's okay. Oh shoot! You're telling me the parents of the baby have been on our shows in the past? Indeed. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Uh, let's give out the address for I don't know. How about uh, James? Yeah, let's give out James's address. Uh, James D'Amato, somewhere in Chicago, Anytown, USA. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Chicago, Anytown, USA. Uh-huh. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Chicago is the street he's on in Anytown, USA. <laughs> P.O. Box 123. Uh, that's right. He also has a P.O. Box. Yes. P.O. Box 123 Chicago Street, <laughs> Illinois. Scruff McGruff, <laughs> Chicago, Illinois, 60652. Oh, cool. Now he also has a zip code. Oh, good. There you go. If you want to find us, you'll need to get through Scruff McGruff. And first. if you can afford us. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. It's Expounded Universe. We are reading through Red Harvest, uh-huh. and we got four brand new chapters with you. Hot, drippy, two-page chapters. This book is weird on the shortness. Yeah, it's... I like I like that. I like that it's got just, like, little snippets of what's going on in our fucked-up academy right now. It really does feel like we're reading the layout for an ev- eventual comic book, though. Yeah, or, you know, a movie. I can see this as a movie. I mean, sure, you're going to have to kill a lot of people, so I guess it's a horror movie where you don't cast anyone with a real name, so well, yeah. you know, when they're in the movie for four minutes, no one's complaining. No, no one's like, oh, that guy was only here for two minutes and then he died. You're like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, I mean, especially the first chapter that we're going to read today has a dude who is just in this chapter to die, uh, Hootie and the Blowfish's own Darius Rucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is only born to die, as are we all. <laughs> And all he wanted to do was hold your hand. Uh, it's a shame, really. Yeah. And now he's dead. Yeah, he's marching with ants in heaven now. 
Different band. Oh, shoot, really? I yeah. thought Ants Marching was the other Hootie and the Blowfish song. No, <laughs> it is indeed not. <laughs> then he's marching with ants in hell now. He's <laughs> marching with ants in hell! Because <laughs> when you go to hell, if you're a musician, you are forced to do things that are references to ban- other bands. Yeah, if you, well, no, it's just, if anyone goes to hell, they just play Ants Marching continuously. I hate this. Guys, please. No, eventually you, you come back around and you start loving it you're like he wakes up in the morning and then it like plays for another 500 years and you're like nope i'm over it <laughs> into it over it. <laughs> it just cycles well at least i got one right one out of two ain't bad <laughs> actually that's a failing grade oh shoot can i try for another one sure a third hoodie hoodie in the blow or darius burfish hoodie in the burfish Okay, Darius Rucker also did a chicken tender crisp commercial for Burger King in 2005 or so. So, there you go. Two out of three. There you go. (laughs) I can't name another Hootie song. That's real, real sad. (laughs) Well, go ahead. Do it. Uh, Let Her Cry. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that is a good one. There you go. I don't know if I like it as much as the commercial for the chicken tender crisp, though. I don't know, because that chicken tender crisp is a banger. (laughs) And concert, he plays it exactly the same as the album every time. It's every per- time. It's amazing. <laughs> he has no jam in his bones. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you don't want jam in your bones. <laughs> you want marrow in there. So anyway, this riff brought to you by the fact that the sacrificial lamb of this chapter, chapter 20, is just named Rucker. Yeah. And uh, Rucker is, he's having himself a nice little meal. We mm-hmm. We cut from... We ended last chapter with some uh, students getting back to the dorm and getting ripped apart by a now very zombified Scopeek. Yeah, Scopeek, and probably still Jura Ostrogoth. I mean, why not? I mean, he didn't die. No. His head is still bitey. Yeah, he's still running around like the headless horseman, flinging his weird pu- broken down pumpkin head people at, at, at people unless they're crossing a bridge. Yeah. A covered bridge. A covered bridge. Oh, one of our nation's great historic locations. <laughs> A covered bridge. Any covered bridge at all. <laughs> all of them have a plaque. Well, it's not like that Sleepy Hollow place actually had a famous covered bridge in it anyway. The whole legend doesn't really line up to any piece of American geography. So it's fine. It could be any covered bridge. Any town, USA, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> it's the covered bridge by our network leads house. <laughs> yeah. So uh, in this one, it's the students that had gone back to the dorm and didn't get eaten mm-hmm. and they went to their uh evening dinner because mm-hmm. uh we also saw that everyone was supposed to go to their dorms and then come out for dinner yes and so these guys all came out for dinner and rucker is mostly notable as the first person to notice that the doors are locked and yeah. it also mentions that he's a fifth year student which i'm it's a five-year program how, how much oh, we it's doing? a it's a long-ass program because they get you young yeah i guess that's true they get you super young yeah this is evil hogwarts it's evil hogwarts except well okay that just means it's hogwarts <laughs> the houses break down to smart evil regular evil bullishly evil and lazy uh, and electric evil <laughs> uh and dr evil yes yeah and uh, Dr. Mrs. The, the Monarch. Uh, I- anyway. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Dr. Doom and other famous doctors. <laughs> Additional doctors. There's Kevorkian House. <laughs> so he's the first one to finish meal, and he goes to leave, and wouldn't you know it, the whole fucking uh, cafeteria is locked down. Now, we don't know if this was like an auto defense thing from the actual academy or if some master was just like, fuck these guys and locked them in. Mm-hmm. No idea. 
but we, we do know that as soon as he finished up his spicy uh, chicken tender crisp, Rucker went to the lock, tried to or locked the door, tried to open it, and then spent some time trying to open it with the force. Yeah, he was like, "Uh, doors busted," and, and of course he, he had to like. Is anyone fucking with me right now? Well, yeah, because that's his first thought. Like, he goes to open it, and it doesn't move, and he goes, oh, it's probably stuck. And he keeps trying to open it, and he's like, wait a minute. This is a Sith Academy. Stupid Sith Academy. Someone's fucking with me. You know, looks back at the cafeteria. No one even gives a fuck that he exists, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. No one cares about me. (laughs) I'm looking at you, uh, Darth Mahoney. Oh, Darth Mahoney. Police Acad- or Sith Academy 2. Why is Darth Mahoney there is what I want to know at the Sith Academy. Oh, because it's like Darth, it's uh, Sith Academy 6, and he's teaching a new class. Oh, there you yeah. go. Just way worse comedians. <laughs> Just terrible McKeedians. 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 They're the worst McKeedians. Ah, the McKeedians. Well, I know what I'm doing for my bonus content. <laughs> the McKeedians. People who are based on power drills. <laughs> ah, Makita. Yeah, that's wow. Okay, so uh, anyway, after a while, he realizes that there's a whole line of Sith students behind him that also want to get out, and they're starting to blame him. Is like, what, come what on, the, dummy, open the door. He's what's like, wrong with you, stupid? It doesn't face. open, you ass. Yeah, and uh, no one else ever gets a chance to try because he turns around to confront his accusers, and from the other side of the cafeteria, he notices a problem. There is a problem. There's yeah, they've got more than two problems. And the first one is that there's a wave of zombies coming from the other side of the cafeteria. And the second one is they're all out of chicken tenders. <laughs> Plenty of chicken tender crisps, though. So, uh, yeah, a small contingent of student zombies pour out of the actual like kitchen area mm-hmm. and start jumping over the railing and going after students. Yeah. And they're all like their faces are on sideways and they're we get a, yet another great description of these things being gross monsters. Just like completely black eyed and they're like pale clothes are slack and hanging off of them. They look bloodless and you can see open wounds on them. And then they just start mowing through students. And oh, Rucker, yeah. th- I love this description. It's like Rucker, who had about 30 seconds left of his natural life at this time. <laughs> yeah, Rucker, who didn't realize it, but was not going to survive this. <laughs> and you're like, thank you, book. It's such an arrested development aside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to live forever, he said. He wasn't. <laughs> like, Rucker looks out and he's like, oh, these guys are fucked up. Like, people, of course, these are Sith students, so the ones that aren't caught by surprise are at least trying to fight back. And they're like, ooh, I know. I'll do that cool Vader choke thing. He's like, I do not care if you choke me. I am a zombie. I eat you. Yeah. They, so, just, keep, they just keep coming. Some of them are getting flung backwards, but then they just get up and come again. Yeah. He's like, looks like the only way to actually impede them at all is to fully crush them or at least bury them under something so they can't move. Yeah. So when one finally attacks him, he tries to flip a nearby table over on top of it, but he just isn't fast enough. No, he's just shitty enough in the force. Yeah. That he's like, oh, fuck. Five years in, and he still he still sucks. And uh, uh, as he is getting bit into, and the life is slowly draining out of him, he looks and sees a super badass beating the ever loving Christ out of some zombies. Yeah, with flame red hair extending out from behind him, and his piercing super green eyes, uh, like <laughs> and little sparkles all around him. Mm-hmm. And then he uses one finger to push his glasses slightly up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out. Uh, Lusk is here. Yeah. Lusk is on a table just blasting, uh, zombies with the force. But as, uh, Rucker is dying, his, like, force and senses get all heightened at the very end. And they merge with the other zombies in the room, which is crazy. 
and he can tell what Lusk is thinking, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, Lusk is just sitting there going like, my God, the power. I must have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Lusk somehow apparently senses that the zombies have an interesting force power to to them. And so the last thing we see in this chapter as Rucker runs out of life to, to, uh, to describe things to us is Lusk slicing his wrists open, creating giant ribbons of blood that are pouring out of him that he is intentionally feeding to zombies. Yeah, he's like, come and get it. Ring a ding, ding, ding. Everything's anime with this guy. <laughs> he cuts his arms open and does some sort of cool, like, magical girl-style transformation sequence. Mm-hmm. This guy is rad, Lusk. <laughs> oh, Lusk. Yeah. You're so, going to be leader of the zombies. Apparently. Uh, either that or he's just going to be best among them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to be first among equals. So so he gets torn down. So does Lusk. Everyone in this room is getting zombified. Yep. Now, I don't know if they're going to get out of this locked down uh, cafeteria. We don't need to know that. But we assume so because Lusk is here. Yeah, probably. I mean, th- that can't be the end of Lusk's story. No. We, ah, I mean, take me! And then I'll stand in this kitchen for 200 years. <laughs> yeah, I assume either they get out or someone opens that kitchen door up and sees Lusk and the zombie friends. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he just takes over like this little co- contingent of zombies and bec- they become their own little force. Yeah. That'd be pretty great. But who knows, right? Yeah. We have no way to tell at this time because it's time as it turns out, to chapter jump. Yeah, now we're going to find out, finally, what's going on with Rojo. Yeah, old Rojo Trace, which someone did send in a letter letting us know that the audiobook pronounces it Rojo. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that's not cool. That guy uh, mispronounced it. Yeah. He read that book and went, Rojo, huh? All right. Yeah. What is this, Rojo's Bizarre Adventure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's someone that does not speak another language but English, I'll tell you that much. Tell you one thing for sure. So, Rojo, because, fuck it, Rojo is the correct pronunciation. Yeah, I don't care. Fuck you. He's yeah. Red Trace. Yeah. So, Rojo shows up and uh, has to land his spaceship just right in the spaceport of the Sith Academy. Like, he's not trying for subtlety. He's not trying for stealth, notably because his ship can't do those things. Yeah, he's like, I don't have a cloaking ship. And because he is, you know, Liam Neeson as a Jedi mm-hmm. and is here to find his missing sister. Isn't Qui-Gon Jinn Liam Neeson as a Jedi? <laughs> no. <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn is, Liam Neeson is a big dumb asshole. <laughs> a backwoods racist space wizard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you've got so many midichlorians, a thing only I believe in. Yes, oh, this is great. I'll take you to the council. <laughs> They'll have to let you in. You've got way more midichlorians than them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rules. That's the you rules. have to have this many midichlorians to ride. Me and Yoda, no one else believes in this nonsense, but that's okay, because he's in charge. Nah, man, uh, fucking Sidious believes in it. Oh, yeah. Palpatine's like, hey, you ever hear about Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> it said he could uh, manipulate the midichlorians in people's blood. That's interesting, because I heard he died a Ligma. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Darth Plagueis? <laughs> ligma balls. <laughs> uh, uh, um, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. The uh, Trace is coming in hot and heavy, and he's ready for a fight. He was like, look, it's a Sith Academy. I know it's a Sith Academy. And even coming down to the planet, he's like, there is a shitload of horrible dark force energy here. Yeah. So he's like, all right, uh, I just got to come in hot and heavy. I'm going to go right to the spaceport. I figure I'll probably have to fight my way through some dudes. And he lands and there is nobody there. No, presumably he lands next to that spaceship that the uh, bounty hunter showed up in that Purgus is still waiting to see if he can take the overhead cams and crap off of. Well... It says that the space dock is empty. Oh, you're right. So we still have hope. That's true. There is hope. 
So Rojo gets out and he is just like, huh, weird. <laughs> like, so he makes his way. I'm sorry. No, just it's interesting to be like, oh, I, I am a Jedi that just landed on Sith planet and nobody appears to give a fuck. <laughs> I think he's just grumpy because there's no valet. <laughs> he's he's what, just sitting to- there with his keys. Hello? Am I supposed to park this? It's really hard to park. It's a ship for eight people. <laughs> I'm only so much badass. <laughs> I, I'm real bad at parallel. Anyone? Huh? Huh? How about you? Uh, oh, nope, nope. Zombie. Never mind. Oh, all okay. right. Okay. Uh, yep. uh, let's see. Well, he makes his way to Pergus Frode's office. And we know it's Pergus Frode's office because his <laughs> magazines are still in there. Yeah. Sitting on the floor are old magazines on like Kuat. hollow tablets yeah he's got he's got hollow mags of kuat classics and hot ships oh yeah taking them hot ships that's right whenever i eat a kuat classic i always take a hot ship <laughs> is that served with oju <laughs> uh, no just smear oh it's just a smear okay yeah uh but anyway pergus frodo is not in there and there are signs of a struggle indeed and because he's if you remember yeah uh, Rojo Trace has the power of psychometry and mm-hmm. can read objects. He's like, well, everyone has the power of psychometry, John. Oh, yeah, you can use it on train. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes from other shows. <laughs> <laughs> so he reaches down. And he's like, all right, what's going on here? Let's uh, let's like touch the chair, or the console and figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he sees uh, not by name because he has no idea who Pergus Frode is, but it's Pergus. Yeah. And he sees him just fighting off something that is crashing through a window and trying to grab at him. Yeah, something pale and with a scent of decay about it. Yeah. So probably just some Sith then, because that's that's pretty much normal for Sith. Yeah, I mean, I feel like until he actually sees a zombie, he's just going to be like, oh yeah, the scent of decay and the horrible evil that I sense here, it's all just Sith. I figure that's normal for Sith. Yeah, there's probably one here with a very telling name that's got something to do with disease or stinkiness or something. Yeah. And when I find him, he'll be all pustulant and corpulent and nasty and I'll have to kill him. He'll be like, ah, I'm Darth Felcher. Well, yeah, it's just like Darth Corpulus or whatever is going to show up and be like, (laughs) I'm Darth Fart. (laughs) Spelled like the German fart. (laughs) It's the term for passage. Come on. Anyone? Anyone? It it just means travel. Guys. Guys, come on. (laughs) Oh, no. No, That was me. Unrelated. Unrelated. I had beans for evil lunch. (laughs) And I'm Darth Evil Lunch. (laughs) Damn it, Darth Evil Lunch. My lunches make people fart. <laughs> Spelled the American way. God's way. <laughs> this is a good duo we got here. Darth Evil Lunch and Darth Fart. <laughs> Tag team in the universe. Until they get turned into zombies. Uh, anyway, he has no idea they're zombies yet because of the, the famed nastiness of average Darths and, and evil lords. So he's just like... Hmm? The... Uh, he doesn't see whoever is in here die. Yeah. Like, he just sees the initial struggle. Yeah. So You're still holding out hope that Pergus Frode got away, aren't you? I am still now, because it said that the shipyard was empty, that Pergus Frode got bit and went into the ship and left. So you think that he's going to be the catalyst for another book someday? That he's the escaped zombie stuck on a spaceship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, the pieces I mean, we are coming haven't, together. We haven't read uh, Death, Death Troopers, Troopers, Yeah, but... I mean, they had to get the disease from somewhere. I mean, one thing about Death Troopers is that it is set 3,600 years from now. Hey, zombies don't die. I mean, yeah, they, they do. multiply. 
<laughs> they definitely they're Bebe's ah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, a Bebe's kids reference. That's right. Mm. In the year of our Lord two thousand and eighteen, mm-hmm. a Bebe's kids reference. I feel inclined to call you a pencil dick at this time, just so we can keep it in with the early 2000s animation shit. Uh, there we go. <sighs> I feel better having gotten Cool World out of my system. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. But you know what else is a cool world? The icy planet that we're on right now with o- zombies. Oh, Dosser Faustin? Yeah, yeah. It's snowing. It's a snowy planet. That's true. A bug planet. <laughs> so I mean, uh, maybe. There's probably bugs. Yeah. So yeah, Trace, uh, his final thing is to basically look up at the tower yeah, he's and just go kinda- like, all right, that that's obviously the big evil landmark here. I should probably start there. I love his plan here. He lands. He can't find anybody, so he just sets his sights on a big, ugly building, and he's like, yeah, that's close enough. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you land, and you're like, all right, it's time to fight through some Sith, and then he gets out the ship, and no one's there, and he's like, aw, guys, <laughs> I was all prepared, and he just looks around. He's like, what's the biggest, evilest thing here? Well, right, I'm thing- sure someone's fighting there. What's the building that looks the most like a video game level? <laughs> Here we For go. For the love of God, do not make me go in the sewers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he just marches towards the most obvious evil tower available, and and that's the end of our visit with Old Rojo. Yeah, indeed. Sadly, he doesn't do anything badass. I'm 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 a little disappointed. I mean, honestly, this chapter is really making me come around to the side of oh, he's just going to get like ganked the second he finds anything. You're going, you're coming on board with my my the shining theory. Yeah, because they keep going like oh, he came in hot and heavy and he was ready for a fight. Nothing happened, and I'm like, oh man, you're just you just keep building this guy up as being a badass, and then he is eventually going to be like, oh yeah, it's time for me to kick in the door, and then oh god, yeah, pretty much. I. <laughs> I don't think he has a long lifespan to him. I don't think we're ever going to see him do anything cool. No. I'm pretty sure he's just fucked. Yeah. But speaking of cool badasses, it's time to check with Tolk. Yeah, Tolk and Hestizo, Team 1 from last episode. Yeah. What's going on with these two? So it turns out that Tolk wanted to show Hestizo something, and that something, after trudging through the snow for a little while and him not saying anything, these two have a very interesting dynamic where he pushes her around and she just sort of goes along with it, Yeah. Uh, is Wimnictor. Yeah, we see that he is indeed still trapped under the stones that fucking uh, Ra'at left him under, mm-hmm. and he is still all zombified and grabbing for folks. Yeah, so as they approach, you know, uh, Hestizo starts picking it, picking up his presence through the force, and she can kind of sense that there's something weird that's about to happen, and then she sees this guy who's definitely crushed under some rocks, and he's rotating his head at 360 degrees trying to spot people. Yeah, and she's like, oh, fuck, I recognize this as that dude from the tower Mm -hmm. before I ran the fuck away, and the saddest part about this is the fact that I can still kind of see that there is a horrible old scared teenager in there somewhere. Oh, for Christ's sake, that's nasty. So he just starts jerking at them and reaching towards them, but he's completely useless. Yeah, I mean, same. I mean, this is also great. He doesn't really notice they're there until Tolk just pokes him with a stick. Yeah. Now... This gets our uh, our big reaction mm-hmm. from him. It's kind of thing, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Tolk is mostly just concerned with what the fuck is going on, and it's why he brought Hestizo. Yeah, this is great, because she's like, he's like, what is this? And she's like, I don't know. It's got something to do with that flower. And she's like, I- I'm guessing. Why would you ask me? Yeah. You were there, too. Yeah. Well, he left right before that. He was like, the money, please. Goodbye. Well, yeah. Uh, but anyway, he, he she can't explain it. 
And she's like, oh my god, I, I think this might be infectious, because I think there were more th- there was more than one person running around like this. This might be, uh, we might be trapped. And Tolk's just like, no, you're trapped. I'm leaving. You're, like, you're trapped. I'm a badass. What was, is this worth the time then, Tolk, if you're like, all right, I'm going to come get the one person on the planet I know and ask them if they know what this zombie is, and then I'm just going to fly away, because honestly, I don't care. Like, well, the thing is, he didn't. He just went, you're trapped, and then showed that there were zombies below them. Oh, was that? I thought he was surprised to learn there were zombies below them. The way I the way I had read it was he was like, "No, you're trapped. I'm going to my ship." And then when he turned around and tried to go to his ship, he was like, "Oh no, I guess I am also trapped." See, <laughs> I I read it be- as he knew that they were there mostly because he just like extended the light stick that he had out and just dropped it down mm, instead of yeah. being like, "No, you are," and jumping off of the like side of it or going down he uh, was like fair enough. let me show you what's at the bottom of this little ledge yeah presumably he's using some sort of cool whiphead sense to smell the zombies down there or uh, see them or something I, I don't know what whiphids are good at yeah uh mostly fighting fighting and fucking <laughs> yeah and dancing Trucking and fucking yeah based on based on our experience with whiphids from uh tales from the most Island cantina they're really good at running hotels that are in half-buried spaceships. Yeah. And doing like old school at- like uh and donuts it, in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, they do like Italian mob weddings. <laughs> That's kind of their jam. Uh so uh yeah, he drops his like little light stick down at the bottom and we see six more zombie students down there. Mm-hmm. And no one of note. Oh no, I'm sorry. I think my, one of them might be Scopeek. Uh because it's mentioned that five of them are human and one is a Zabrak. Yes. So, so we, the we fact be- that Zabrak, the only one that's really been mentioned mm-hmm. so far, is Scopeek. Yeah, we might have the, the, the zombie of Scopeek down there. Although, if that was the case, I'd expect one headless one to be mentioned as well. Who knows? Maybe Jura just went off on yeah, his Jura, own. Yeah, Jura's on a different adventure. He has his own path to follow. Zombie or otherwise, he does not like Scopeek. So. Yeah, so I think this is Scopeek and the dudes that he turned from uh the couple of chapters ago last episode yeah i think shown up here yeah so that that must be the case but then with grim resolution and and dread determination they chitter and scream and you know crack their heads around and stuff the big thing now is we find out another rule of zombies Mm -hmm. which is wimnichter begins to scream Mm -hmm. and the other zombies begin to scream in unison and we get some friendly exposition from the orchid yeah the orchid tries to or or starts explaining what's going on here it's like hey look they're communicating with each other he is calling them over here yeah so now we know that when they scream they're actually communicating with each other yeah which we also kind of noticed from the end of the rucker chapter because his voice turns into a scream as he's as he starts to join his friends well, yeah, I mean, it's said that when the, like, first students were attacking out from the kitchen that they were screaming together, mm-hmm. but it could have just been like, oh, yeah, they're screaming, whatever. But Zombies. now we know this is actually, like, a communication thing, probably because they all have the same midichlorian nonsense going on. Which is on. weird, because you'd think they'd just use the force to communicate. I'm very confused as to the uh, the magic biology that's in con- that, that's happening here. Well, I don't we think still they hearing have... Because we're still hearing from the, the orchid. Well, I don't think they have force manipulation powers anymore like you're not going to see a zombie lifting rocks with the force no no they definitely they, they shouldn't be able to do that i think most of their force power is keeping them alive when they should be dead mm-hmm. and communicating uh like across to each other and the other zombies just sort of they're all connected through the same zombie virus that is because it's part of the force they can be connected by it yeah it's uh it's all very confusing what I don't understand is why no one has just smashed Wim Nichter's face yet. 
Well, Let's just, just take another big rock and, and you know put it on his face and then step on that rock until his face is a, a, a flat plane. Well, I mean that's what uh, Rat was going to do before. Yeah, he got surprised. He got surprised and fell, fell on rocks. Fell backwards over a cliff. Yeah, uh, like like just the biggest dummy. <laughs> Like uh, a big dumb asshole. Yeah, but Tolk seems like he should definitely be doing that. Like, this is the perfect time for him to put his mighty, stinky, whiphead feet to use. <laughs> uh, Just get in there, and the zombie's trying to bite him. He's like, ha you can't bite me. My feet are far too leathery and dank for you to bite. Ha <laughs> my dank feet. <laughs> the uh, the safe word is skip right blast boat. <laughs> right. So, yeah, the uh, that chapter ends with Looks like Scopeek and five other dudes climbing up the side of this thing to try and get them. Yeah. And now I guess Team 1 has not gotten any bigger, but they're a little more together because they're trapped by zombies. Indeed. Although Tolk still is like, I'm not trapped. I can leave whatever I want. Well, Tolk, I think, is like, no, you're trapped because you have no fighting prowess. Mm. I can just beat the shit out of these things. I bet she's real good at fighting and she's just keeping it a secret. Oh, yeah. We're going to find out later. She's like... Oh, no, I'm just a pacifist, but if I want to, I'll bust out and murder a motherfucker. Yeah, I, I assume it's plant-based. Like, she'll make, like, vines pop out of the ground and pull people down and stuff. Oh, yeah, she's straight poison ivy. Yeah, she's just one of those. There's, anytime someone's got plant powers, and it's just, what do you do? I make giant vines. It's, it's like, vines. It's are, all vines. It's always it, vines. Yeah, you, know, you never do anything cool with trees. It's just big vines. And sometimes the vines have, like, Venus flytrap heads. Maybe. Sometimes. Some, it's not super common. I mean, anytime it's poison ivy, she's always like two giant vines with flower monster heads, and then they spit poison or something. And it's it's all very confusing. Uh, yeah. My powers are mm, not well defined. My powers are mostly looking good wearing a big T-shirt if I'm hanging out with Harley. <laughs> also, I have a gravelly voice. I'm poison ivy. I'm poison ivy, and I want pictures. <laughs> pictures of Spider Man. Take control of your city, Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> You merely fell into the bushes. I was born in them. Man, that's not even his voice. <laughs> no, I know. That's Poison Ivy's voice. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, God. You're fucking everything up. No, I'm not. I'm doing Poison Ivy's voice. You want me to do Bane's voice? It's a completely different voice. Yeah, but why is she doing Bane's lines then? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's not an important question. Why would you ask that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bane's that... voice is way more fun to do anyway. I know. It's Take true. control. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You merely adopted the darkness. I was born in it. Yes, yeah, see, I don't buy it. <laughs> Pizza? Really? Seriously? <laughs> uh, good source of fiber. <laughs> it's not a car. <laughs> it's a great YouTube thing you should look into. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> we finally these are the those are the three little baby chapters, and now we get the one actual large larger chapter. I mean, it's still only like seven pages. I know, but it feels like a book when you're dealing with the rest of this book. Yeah, because everything else is like page two pages. Half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we're gonna check in with Team Two of Raat. Yeah, Raat and Kindra. I don't know. Do we have a Team Three yet? Do you think? Uh, I mean, I figured Team 3 would be either Rojo or Scabrous. Yeah. Because they're off, like, single-manning this. Ooh, maybe they'll, maybe they'll come together. Right now? The, yeah, over over me. Yeah, no, uh, no. maybe that, that's our Team 3, is the two of them, like, hanging out. Side by not, side. Not really wanting to. Uh <laughs> An old grizzled Jedi detective has to team up with a Darth that only wants death mm -hmm. in this buddy comedy. Yeah. And then they pick up a couple of extra chumps, probably just Darth Fart and Darth Evil Lunch. Yeah. Darth Evil Lunch shows up and he's like, I brought snacks. 
<laughs> Who would like a turkey wrap? Who wants broccoli? <laughs> it's all it's all stuff that makes you fart. Yeah, it's all just fart related foods. <laughs> I've got Bush's baked beans on tap. <laughs> on tap? That's great. <laughs> yes, I'm part cyborg. I have a bean dispenser. That's right. Just pull the little handle right there. <laughs> also, you can push my left nipple for free cheese. And my right one for free chili. You <laughs> 7-Eleven evil cyborg. <laughs> I'm the evil 7-Eleven Borg. <laughs> Would you like an evil Slurpee? Uh, I'll tell you where you can slurp it from. (laughs) The only flavors are weird and gross and stupid. You can have habanero mango or you can have banana, you fuck. Try my cinnamon toast crunch flavor Slurpee. Look, I got a crunch berry Slurpee for you. (laughs) Get your shit together, 7-Eleven. Stop trying to sell me powdered frozen cereal. It's so weird. It's not cool. No one likes this. Stop it. (laughs) Please stop. Unless you do sugar smacks. Then I'm back on board. (laughs) Back on board. Mm Mm-hmm. Give me honeycomb. I really want them to do one that's like a non-sweet cereal for like grown-ups. You know, like, come on down and try a grape nut Slurpee. <laughs> that is the first thing I went to as well. Ah, <laughs> uh, Kashi Good Friend Slurpee. <laughs> it's $9 for some reason. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Rat and Kendra are... Going through the sewers, speaking of sewer levels. Yeah, they're in the sewer level. They're fighting Dianogas and the occasional Gamorrean that's down there. Yeah, and uh, that was all Kendra's idea. Mm-hmm. Kendra was like, let's uh, let's go low, because she is still freaking out, and Rat has yet to tell her anything. Yeah, Rat's still playing everything close to the chest, because he's a weird little jerk. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't know what's happening. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. Maybe you're the one who's scared of dumb shit. I'm not afraid of the dark. Uh, but still, stay with me. <laughs> please please stay here. Yeah. So the two of them are wandering through the sewers, uh, not having any kind of real conversation, but basically kind of arguing their way into where they should be going when they come across a pair of other students. Yeah, Crab and Goyle. Yeah, yeah. That's basically who these two assholes are. I don't remember their actual names. It's it was- like M- Matt and Farkas... Yeah, it's definitely Scut Farkas and uh, <laughs> no Delray Lindo. <laughs> That's it, Delray Lindo. Mm-hmm. Here we go, uh, Hartwig and Pertwee. Pertwee. Yep, that's the ones. That's them. No, it's, I think it's like Mate or something like that. But yeah. he never actually talks. He just hangs out. Oh, there it is, Mags. Mags. That's ha- it. Mags Hart- and Hartwig. Hartwig and Mags. Crab Hart- and Goyle. <laughs> yep, it's just the Crab and Goyle of this fucking book because mm-hmm. they show up and. They're like, <laughs> there was a, uh, some sort of assembly, but we missed it because we're in the sewer. <laughs> we were smoking drugs. Yeah, these two idiots have no idea what's going on. The fact that like half of the academy is zombies now. Mm-hmm. They do not realize they were not <laughs> at the assembly, so they didn't know they should stay in their dorms, which is the only reason they're alive right now. Yeah, they're hanging out in the sewer, high off their fucking tits, trying to adapt Tolkien literature into rap format. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two of them, big dumb asshole idiots, the exact kind of people you'd think you would find at a Sith Academy. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, hey, what are you guys doing down here? What's going on? <laughs> you gaybos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just fuck fuck these guys. I can't wait until they die. Listen to my Hobbit beatbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they meet up, and 
the four of them are just refusing to have a real conversation. It's, it is painful for like two pages. Everyone's yeah. like, so do you know what's going on? Oh, I don't, but do you know something? And I'm like, oh my fucking God, I hate all of you. Oh, I might know something, but only if you know something first. <laughs> it's so bad. Finally, eventually, fucking uh, Kendra at least is like, yeah, I haven't seen anything, but there is fucked up shit going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell. There's basically death on the wind. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty decayed up in the in the place. Like, Kendra's the one person here who's at least semi not a complete idiot yeah. about being a Sith. Yeah, which is good because at least this chapter does reveal that she is indeed a Sith towards the end. Yes. Like, uh, like because up until that point, she might as well have been a generic protagonist. You know, she doesn't really have any bad guy in her. But there's a moment where she kind of snaps, which is nice. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I would snap, too, with these fucking Crab and Goyle idiots. Yeah, I mean... Or Twig all like, huh, I heard that Darth Holden is here. Uh-huh. Have, you, have you guys heard that? Is, is Darth Darth Holden here? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Darth... I'm looking for my I'm looking for my personal droid R two four twenty D two. Have you have you uh have you seen him? Uh, anybody? Uh, anybody yeah, seen no. that? <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the final catalyst for anyone sharing any information at all is fucking Hartwig is like, hey, uh, I know where we might find some weapons where we could defend ourselves. Of course. If no one knows what's going on, I'm not going to tell you where those weapons are. And finally, Rat's like, oh, fuck it, fine. (laughs) Yeah. Although, really, everyone's, where are weapons? You're in a Sith Academy. They're in the training hall. Well, I mean, probably they're just locked up wherever the masters keep them. I, yeah, I suppose that might be true. Uh, that, that sounds because like they don't re- want the fucking was, students to get hold of weapons easily. Because then everyone's dead. I was gonna say that sounds like the kind of responsible shit you'd see at a Jedi school. <laughs> no, nah, man, they would keep them like out on a wall and be like, "When you've earned it, you can have this." And everyone's yeah. like, "Ooh, oh, one day I hope to wear the the silver blue robes of a proctor." <laughs> Yeah, whereas in the Sith Academy, they're like, no, we got to keep this shit in lock and key, because otherwise these dumb assholes will just murder each other on day one. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's fair enough. Or they just put, leave the weapons out, but they don't work. Yeah. They're just they're sitting like, there. Here, just, here's a lightsaber. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh! and then they attack the master and nothing happens. They're like, ha dumbass. Uh, we don't give you the crystals. <laughs> there, that's a lesson. Don't ever try and trust me or attack me. Now get out. <laughs> get out of here, Darth Day One. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dark Lord of the Boot. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, someone's having gross naked pictures taken of them. <laughs> so, yeah. Rat finally goes like, all right, fine. I do want weapons. So, let me tell you. I saw three ships come sailing in. <laughs> well, yeah, he basically just taps to exposit, taps for the whole fucking story. He's like, all right, look. I saw two dudes fall out of the uh, tower. They landed and died. And got back up. One of them was Wim Nichter, which is really weird. And then they're like, well, why should we even believe you? What, what were you doing where you were near the tower? And he's like, I was in a fucking fight with Lusk. And they went, oh, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. So Lusk, Lusk's name commands a certain or, er, uh, terror aura, even among these dumb stoner uh, Sith. Oh, yeah. Because for some reason, the detail that you were sparring with Lusk is what adds credibility to this, because no one would make that up, yeah. which seems wrong to me. Yeah, well, I mean, they start this whole thing by, I mean, when they first meet these two idiots, they're like, what's wrong with your arm? Because remember, Rat fell off a cliff, and he's like, nothing. 
Yeah, yeah come on. Training exercise. Uh, what, what, what did you do? Training. It was a training exercise. Fail. <laughs> Fail. I was like, what? Really? Did he just... Is that thing he just said? Did that guy just straight up say fail at this dude? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say pwned. <laughs> oh, wait. That's mostly what Ke- Darth Kevin Smith says in, yeah. this, in this universe. Oh, Darth Kevin Smith. <laughs> she pwned my dick. My lightsaber space dick. I don't know. My lightsaber space dick. I don't know. I don't know. That's the full title. <laughs> that's the full thing. Mm-hmm. Every time. It's brown color. <sighs> so, yeah. They, uh... <laughs> They do eventually be like, all right, okay, so I guess maybe you might be telling the truth, but I don't know. Because he's like, look, Scabrous is bringing the dead back to life. Like, yeah. this is his shit. This is what's going on right now. Yeah. And well, I Well, they have to have that whole conversation about the last time Scabrous did something. Well, yeah, because they're like, are you sure? Because Scabrous might have just been trying to do a call. Because remember when he sent out Unaki eye spiders? Yeah, and it killed some dude. They he killed two students. They killed two students, and then one student Blinded got... 12 of them, and then one of the blinded students killed himself. Yes, it was really nasty. Whatever the fuck Unaki eye spiders are, they're, they're a really big deal. Yeah, like even uh, like fucking Hartwiger Mag says, yeah, sometimes he'll use the force to reactivate the weird fucking like spider larva shit that is still in our eyes, and I will occasionally bleed from my eyeballs. Yeah, still. he'll wake up with blood in his eyes because of some nonsense that Scabrous pulled. Because Scabrous is just an asshole, and occasionally he'll be like, oh yeah, that's right, I put fucking larva in their eyes. Uh, let me see if I can force do that. <laughs> yeah. Some assholes are going to wake up with blood in their eyes. So the four of them are reminiscing about this student, Soid Einray, who died because uh, he killed himself because he had spiders in his eyes. Yeah, that's fucked up. And they were like, they're like, yeah, but he was always kind of a defective. <laughs> oh, he was a dummy. He was a big dumb baby. <laughs> Not like you. You're an absolute unit. <laughs> <laughs> Fail. Fail. So, uh, yeah, Beavis and Butthead here are, are not a particularly great help. But eventually... Uh, you know, Rat's the one to finally go, oh, fuck it, fine. I, yes, here's all the shit that's in, in play. There's zombies in play. Darth Scabras has something to do with it. I feel like a lot of people are probably already dead. We need to go get some weapons. And that's when they hear a sound down the corridor, and everyone immediately is like, nope, every man for himself, and just <laughs> fucks off. Yep, everyone just scatters. But luckily, Rat's using his super evil force sense. We get a description here of what it's like for him to just use the dark force. Yeah, it's just like, oh, this is great. This is happier than happy. Yeah, all my fear and worry goes away. Mm-hmm. I just have this like cold electricity that takes over. It's better than being happy because happy's just fleeting, but the dark side is absolute. And you're like, thanks, rat. Uh huh. Well, I'm glad that he's getting his power from the natural source because all the all of the pain and fear that goes away from the other two is because they're puff puffing. Oh yeah, yeah. They are ripping fat clouds. <laughs> Down there filling that that's a sewer with thick cotton. Yeah, they are just hot boxing an entire sewer. Mm-hmm. And bunch of high ass Dianogas floating around. Whoa. <laughs> 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 they call them tentacles, but you never see them tentacle. Oh, there they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Rat's like, oh wait, uh, fucking nobody worry, it's just some dumbass training robot. Yeah. So down the hallway comes a ridiculous sounding thing. An eight-armed training robot that's the cheapest thing they can afford. Yeah, it's can... just an old, beat-to-shit, on-treads, eight-arm training robot that is, like, you would assume on its last legs, but I also assume they've had this thing for years as well, of just, what is this? Uh, for practice, when you're, like, day one, 
we give this dumbass robot some training sabers and you try to fight it and most of the time it's fine because it's an old shitty robot. It doesn't even get a good name. It's just called a Sigma series training droid. Yeah, it doesn't have a designation. It's just a droid. Yeah, it's, it, and they mentioned it only has a force feedback style intelligence system. So it literally is just reactive. Yeah, it, it's basically just furniture that swings at you. Mm-hmm. This is pretty sad. This isn't the kind of shit that Darth Vader has built for 1.6 million credits each. No. And now, then he beats them to shit in a hallway for no reason. Yeah, but, you know, Rat's about to just completely fuck this droid's day up, so it's good that it's not really sentient. I guess that's true. So, once it clatters down the hallway, just sort of shuffling along like a big stupid idiot, Rat's obviously like, what the fuck's this thing doing here? This This is dumb. And he peels a control panel off of it and, like, knocks the thing's head off and starts shoving a piece of metal into the wiring. And at that point, Kendra's like, the fuck are you doing, my dude? <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like, well, obviously these things have a, 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 a feedback system where they can see, kind of. Yeah, you remember when we like the Masters would play back our training sessions with these mm-hmm. so we could see how stupid we were? Yeah, so this one, we're, we're going to play back and see what it's up to. And... It gets to play back a little scene that... It's just Princess Leia saying, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope, over and over again, which is really weird. It's very weird, given yeah. that she won't be born for another, like, 3,700 years. Yeah, yeah. It's straight, right? Time travel. Proof of. Star Wars. No, it's the zombie room. Yeah. Now, when it first shows it, apparently this droid has, like, early 90s-style internet, because... Mm-hmm. The first thing it has is like, oh, the video's real, like, grainy, and only a few lines of it is loaded. Mm-hmm. So when they first see the video, it just sort of looks like there are some, uh, like, Sith students, mm-hmm. some acolytes building something, doing something with a, like, uh, like there, a big wall of debris. Yeah, but there are a lot of them. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's this janky low-res thing where they can't see shit that's going on. It's just like... They managed to crack open this droid, and then it just shows a cool documentary about the droid and all his friends. Yeah, and... The things they do in San Francisco, because they're so cool, and now... And they're in their early 20s, and this is life. Uh, so they see these fucking uh, acolytes, but no one can really tell they're zombies yet. No, I mean, they are all hunched over and crazy, but they aren't... You can't see their gross faces. No, they're just doing something with a pile of debris, because yeah. it hasn't loaded yet, really. So they spend some time observing, and... And fucking Crab and Goyle are like... Oh, we should go head over there because that's where people are. And look, you can even see there's like a lightsaber on that dude's belt. Sweet. That's a weapon. We can get that weapon. Fucking at least someone will have a weapon near us. Yeah. And I think this is the point where Kendra finally pops up and she's like, what are you crazy? No, we don't want to go over near there. And they're like, what do you know about it? And she's like, who made you the leader? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not the leader of anything. No one even asked you to follow me. You can all go fuck off. Yeah. Well, she... She shoots them with a look, and she's just like, yeah, the four, of you, the three of you, the three of you can just fuck off. I don't fucking care. I'm the only person here with any goddamn sense. And they're like, whoa, whoa okay. Okay, well, whoa there. I guess we're on your side then. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, spicy. <laughs> That's a spicy meat of ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she kind of snaps at them a little bit. But, you know, Rat's still watching the video. Yeah. And at, at and, this point, he's like, no, we shouldn't go over there. Oh, yeah, because, like, Crab and Goyle start walking down the hallway before mm. they've seen him. They're like, oh, dude's got a lightsaber. Great. We're going to go with them. And he's like, wait, you dumb assholes. And they're like, why? Ugh. Ugh, because fucking look. And finally, it loads up to the point where you can see that they are all, like, slack-jawed and gray-skinned. Cross-eyed and, and painless. And 
it turns out that like one of them comes right up to the fucking camera and is like, I'm spookums. Well, the thing that zombies do for no reason in every zombie fiction where they, they get close to a camera, so they just go, and it like, like they're just doing posing for a selfie. Yeah. So that happens, and everyone's like, oh, god damn it. What are they doing over there? Why, they're building a wall. But why would they build a wall? Why, they're walling us in. <laughs> for the love of God, Montresor. <laughs> yes, for the love of God. Uh, so that also seems like they have some manner of intelligence then, if they can be smart enough to be like, Oh, let's wall off escapes. Yeah, they're like hive-minded, apparently, because they're is a big unit. They are building walls to block off exits from the sewers. Yeah, once they become an absolute unit, mm-hmm. then we can be in awe at the mind of those lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that 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 hive mind is my precious boy. <laughs> so yeah, apparently zombies can now communicate through screaming and also have the presence of mind to build barricades. Mm-hmm. Which means zombies probably locked the kitchen. cafeteria who knows right i mean uh, we aren't sure yet it could be no one knows yeah i mean also if you put an infinite number of zombies on an infinite number of typewriters eventually some of them will type brains (laughs) most of them will type brains right away (laughs) some are faster uh, yeah how many how many a's in brains Zombie use hunt and peck typing (laughs) no have proper hand precision click Click, click. <laughs> Type with two fingers. Zombie use Chinese simplified keyboard. <laughs> Zombie use stenographer keyboard. Oh, that shorthand thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so if you could read back the witness's statement, yes, uh, he said brains. brains. He said. <laughs> Well, that's correct. He did. This is a uh, oh, thank you. This zombie court is worthless. Why are we doing this? <laughs> zombie court is now in session. Do 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 do. These are the pointless tales of zombies that are eating each other constantly. <laughs> the Every cases are real. <laughs> the zombies are real. <laughs> Every once in a while, one of them will emit a low moan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So at this point. They get a good look at what's going on. They're basically being barricaded into the sewer by zombies. So now they're like, well, we can't go that way. Now, the chapter ends there with the realization that they are building a barricade, so we still don't know where fucking Crab and Goyle are going to take these two to get weapons. Mm -hmm. But essentially, Team 2 is looking like they've got more people and the possibility of weapons now. I'm guessing that Hartwig and Mags are basically just... They are not long for this world, <laughs> which is great because Rat even thinks that. He's yeah. like, oh, these guys are big dumb assholes, but at least it'll be fine because they will be cannon fodder when I need them. Oh, two more people that I that make it so I don't have to outrun the bear. Yep. <laughs> it's just two more people that I have to trip instead of yeah. running faster. Trunks, Chunks of human ablative armor. That's what these are. <laughs> it's trunks. It's trunks. <laughs> He's back from the past and the future. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, that's the end of of our fourth chapter of the day. We uh, we get to meet Crab and Goyle. Our our team two is swelling in size. It's four different Sith kids now. Yeah, that's right. We got a team of four kids. We got a full grown Jedi and a Whippid. Yeah, although she's not a very great Jedi. I mean, no, she's great if you want to grow some cool plants. Basically, that's, I think that's we've true. got. They're trying to set up like equal power levels. So mm-hmm. it's like, all right. Four trainees, one shitty Jedi and a good Whippet, mm-hmm. and then one badass Jedi. And that's sort of the power levels of 
equalness. And then your Darth uh, Scabrus, who's and out. And Scabrus is running around somewhere. Yeah, we haven't checked in with him in a while, and I can't wait to do so. Oh, I want I, to find out what Scabrus has been up to. I feel like the only other person at this point that we don't know the location of is that's left is Pergus. At, at this point, all the pieces are in play. We know who everyone is. Yeah, Although anyone we did, who has been given a name is either a zombie or on one of the teams. Yeah, so we're we're, uh, we're getting close to the meat of the book here, which is good because we're right about halfway through. Yeah. So good times. We're we're ready for all of these toys to get smashed together. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, oh, man, there's one description I really loved in this where uh, it's in the Rucker chapter, the first chapter that we read today, when the zombies start scissoring their way through the... Uh, <laughs> That's right. They oh. start scissoring their way. I want to rethink that word choice, if it's okay with you. <laughs> if you want to go ahead and choose a different word for what the zombies were doing, aside from scissoring, mm-hmm. I will allow it. Okay. Uh, they are... So the zombies started frotting their way... Wait, hold on. <laughs> they start cunnilinging their way through these... <laughs> That's a word, right? Yeah, so the zombies start finger-blasting their way through... <laughs> But they're describing as like, you know, huge uh, gouts and spurts of blood everywhere. And then a hot pile of intestines lands on the table next to Rucker. Yeah. Just spare intestines. Just go down next to him. Blap. Oh, gross. Then he tries to flip the table onto a zombie. It's so well written. It's it's nasty. I'm loving this stuff. No, it is super cool. I love the short chapters. Mm -hmm. I love the the different teams that we've got right now I i'm having like, a hard time hating stuff here that's yeah. why i keep having to dig up like previous books we've reviewed just to come up with stuff to be hateful about oh yeah i mean honestly i am just fully on board with a zombie star wars book yeah i mean i feel like i should just pause the entire episode to point out that Shizor was a green rapist just so that we have a little hate you know <laughs> <laughs> just the hate that people have come to no one expect from us mm-hmm. see for me i'm like this is pretty much exactly what I would want from a Star Wars book, not just because it's zombie horror and I love horror, but because it is set in the Star Wars universe, but we don't have to be beholden to any main characters. Yeah. And it's a story that doesn't revolve around, like, events that we already know or people that we know or introducing a thing that's like something from the movie but bigger and better yeah there's no MacGuffin that's like what's this oh it's the double death star yeah okay oh you know how there was a death star what if there was a whole death galaxy uh fuck okay great remember rancors being super rad and luke had to fight one how cool that was what if it was a whole planet of them and they were four times the size of the one you saw yeah what then i'm like i don't need you to take a thing I've seen and make it bigger for me to care. Yeah, you don't need to keep raising the stakes. Just tell fun, choppy, interesting stories, and that's what this is. This gets to the fucking point. This has some meat to it. Yeah, I mean, it's got some decent, like, stakes because obviously what's going on is super fucked up, but it's not like, this is a gun that blows up a galaxy, and you're like, okay, great. I'm sure we will stop it, whereas in this... You're like, oh, no, these zombies could just fucking win here, and then they glass the planet. Who knows? Yeah. Or nothing. They just stay there. Yeah. There's there's no chapters. You're like, Luke, mildly tired from having killed 200 stormtroopers, is probably going to run out of energy any second now. He'll probably be in trouble if he... Oh, no. Oh, the stakes are rising as he effortlessly does whatever he wants forever. Yeah, at least in this. You know, we got introduced to several named seeming protagonist level sith guys and 
all but one of them is dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know what's going on with Lusk exactly. I well, assume Lusk he's... is probably a zombie right now, yeah, but but he might be a rad zombie. I think he might be our special zombie. A special zombie. He might be the lead singer of the zombie specials. That, or he's just a regular zombie, and he's a big dumb idiot for having done that. These brains. Something, something, brains. I don't know. Zombies. Oh, I close my eyes. <laughs> That's not a song by the specials. These I w- brains <laughs> are pouring out from his eye sockets. <laughs> oh, brains. Anyway. Every moment of on life, I eat another guy. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm on board with your, <laughs> with your zombie song. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, well. There you have it. That's uh, that's episode six or seven, whatever this was. Whatever the fuck we're doing. I don't know. Who knows? It's fine. Uh, this is chapters 20 through 24. How about that? Cool. 20, is it 23? 28? 23. 20, chapters 20 through 24. 14? It's 32? Cha- it's chapters Rucker through Low Boy. How about that? <laughs> Rucker through Low Boy. Uh-huh. Because the last chapter, I don't know why it's called that. It's called Low Boy. Yeah. All one word, Low Boy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that... No one's named Low Boy. Yeah, I mean, yes, they're in a sewer. I guess they're they're low, but they're getting low. I, yeah, low, I, low, low. They got them apple bottom jeans, John. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the robes with the fur, and the red lightsabers all looking at her. Anyway, I I think we're just about done for the day. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to look forward to at this point. There's all kinds of crazy shit happening. We'll see what happens next time. But I'll tell you what you can look forward to, listener, and that's bonus content if you subscribe to our Patreon at the $2 or more level. Mm-hmm. You sure do get a lot of bonus content that way. Yeah. You'll be able, weekly even, usually four episodes a week, or four episodes a week of bonus content. Four episodes a week. Now, of course, most of those are hidden at the Ray Liotta level. Mm-hmm. Because we just make content for Ray Liotta constantly. All day long. The $2,000 an episode level generates over 300 hours of bonus content a month, which is incredible, given that that's that's about half of a month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're mostly talking and recording it at all times for Ray Liotta. Yeah. It's weird that he hasn't accessed it yet, because there are, at this point, there's probably several full months of Ray Liotta level content just sitting there in the archive waiting for him. It's just waiting for him. I know that when he's shooting a movie, there's a lot of downtime, and he loves to spend it listening to podcasts. Yeah. Most of it is just ASMR videos of the two of us saying our regular catchphrases. For example, Don, John just quietly whispering right into the microphone about how a dog is biting a dick. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do it. No, of course because not. Because then I would be giving away that sweet premium content. People could just loop it. Why would the, why pay for the cow? Yeah, when you can get the ASMR for free. Uh-huh, yeah. And then I do my own one where I try to do song lyrics and fuck it up. Real <laughs> real quietly. Right real in, quietly fuck up. Right, right into the mic. <laughs> uh so yeah uh go to patreon.com slash system mastery you can get our bonus content where we go to wikipedia and we find some uh, articles of interest some mildly amusing tales Ooh, and we bring it to each other and to you the listener that's right it's a surprise every time who knows what we'll talk about yeah jeff doesn't Not, i do i picked mine this time Jeff doesn't know anything. I that's that's probably true. Let me you want, you want me to sing a terrible song about it? I would love that. Oh, okay. Thank you. Let's let's do some ASMR real quick here. We are the Sultans. I don't know. What am I doing? What well, am I doing? What John? are you doing? I don't know. I was gonna try to sing Sultans of Swing. I don't know. Uh, this is this is my my thing. I ASMR extremely stumbly, unfunny things into the microphone real close. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh and of course, if you want to hear more jokes from us, you can follow us on the Twitter where we occasionally say dumb shit. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Reddit. 
all of those places. You can find us on our own Discord. Now, if you're a patron at the any level, at the any level, at the any level, yeah, it's like the any key. Mm -hmm. At any level, you unlock the patrons only channel in our Discord. And if you're at five dollar or more, you unlock our afterthought episode and the afterthought channel in Discord. So if you want that, just find our Twitter. It's pinned right there. You can get the link to it. Join in. We've got a great community in the uh, the Discord. Good, nice people. In fact, they just started their own Secret Santa gift exchange in there. Yeah. I, was gonna, I love these guys. We had nothing to do with that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Our our community is amazing. Yeah. Everyone who listens to us is great. I I love everyone. Yeah. I keep I am a naturally fearful rabbity person and so I am natural I'm co- constantly afraid that something horrible is going to happen in our Discord and I'm going to have to like interact with it in some way and it just keeps not happening. Yeah, the last time you had to do that was when we shut down politics. Yeah, we had to turn off a politics thread because it was trash. Yeah. And it was just I a created it to be fire. trash, and it was too trash. Yeah, it was the, let's keep our trash in this one area, and then we're like, oh, no, it's spilling over. Yeah. All right, shut it down. So I just turned it off, and ever since then, everyone's been cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those are all the places you can find us, where you can find our uh, extra content, and if you want to find any back episodes, anything that's not showing up, say, in your RSS feed, you can go to our main website, systemmasterypodcast.com. Everything we have ever done is on the website. You can find full archives of that. Well, except written for all the articles. bonus content. you got to go to Patreon for that shit. Well, yeah, all of our regular episodes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, proving a point to someone who's amenable about it. Yeah. Yeah. Lord yeah. it over someone who doesn't What's give a that? shit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks, you gonna cry? <laughs> you gonna cry now, John? Huh? Baby gonna cry? Uh. <laughs> Is baby gonna cry? I Probably. Mean, it's a baby. She's teething, so yeah. So she might she might cry a little. So thank you so much for listening. We will be back in another week. Yeah, and until such time, I've been Elan Sleeves Bagiano, and I rip fat cotton off of death sticks. <laughs>